This is the Rosie Report, Spring Training Edition. It's all you need to know about the Tribe in Goodyear. Daily updates, player interviews, along with other spring training hijinks and tomfoolery. Now, here's Jim Rosenhaus. This is the Rosebud Report, blossoming from spring training. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Rosie Report, Spring Training Edition, episode number four. Jim Rosenhaus, along with you. Following an Indians win today in Peoria against the Mariners, a 6-1 to victory for the Tribe in a game shortened to eight innings as uh, per the rules set down by Major League Baseball if the teams agreed to that, and indeed they did. As I'm sure you well know by now if you're listening to this, it has been a an unusual day at the Indians complex as more reports came out regarding Mickey Calloway, the Indians' former pitching coach, and the Indians' issued the following statement on those reports. Our organization continues to actively cooperate with MLB on their investigation into Mickey Calloway. It is important that we honor the confidentiality and integrity of that investigation. While we don't believe the reporting to date reflects who we are as an organization, we will not comment further on the specifics of this matter. We remain committed to creating an inclusive work environment where everyone, regardless of gender, can feel safe and comfortable at all times. We will let our actions, not just our words, reflect our commitment. And again, that's the statement the Indians put out earlier on Tuesday regarding the recent reports, some of which came out in another story in The Athletic regarding former pitching coach Mickey Calloway. Tribe manager Terry Francona could not comment on the allegations in the reports. So he sticks uh, pretty much strictly to what happened on the field in Peoria on uh, Tuesday afternoon. Again, a 6-1 to one win for the Tribe. And, and just some of the highlights, Adam Pletko with his first start of the spring, two scoreless innings for him, and then scoreless relief for an inning apiece from Oliver Perez, Kyle Nelson, Anthony Goes, and Tyler Steffen. And on the offensive front, Josh Naylor in his first start of the spring, Went two for three, a couple of doubles, three RBIs. Jake Bauer had uh, two RBI doubles on the afternoon. So Bauer's with a, a good contest at first base. And we'll hear from his competition in a little bit, Bobby Bradley. And then uh, shortstop Andres Jimenez stayed hot. He was two for two with a couple of runs driven in, coming on a two-run home run in the sixth inning. So a good day all around on the field. Afterwards, Tribe Manager Terry Francona talked about it more free and easy why that is I'm not sure but you know when he missed at least he missed you know away from you know didn't miss over the plate and and that's good because when he if he wanders over the middle that's where he can run into trouble but he kept him off the scoreboard um and I think you'll see a little bit more next time out you know we saw the score we saw the uh the statement from the uh organization is that I mean are you going to, will the, is there any more comment or is there anything else you, you would Hoinsie, like to say? Hoinsie, you know what? You're ahead of me. Um, I've been oh. here the whole afternoon. I haven't even, and I hustled just to come here and see you guys. I, I, I have not seen that. So let, let me get up to date. Okay. All right. Tina, what did you think of Naylor's day at the plate? Uh, really good. You know, off the lefty early. He drove the ball to left field, then he hit the other ball right in the nose. Um, Really good. Really good to see him take swing. And he took some good swings where he followed a few pitches back. Uh, It's fun to watch. Tito Pletko was talking about how he 
had his slider in 2018. He used that a good bit, and then he went away from that in 2019 and now wants to bring it back after he saw Bieber using it last year. I mean, do you say, seeing him so far early this spring, do you see that slider sort of working for him the way it did back in 2018? Mandy, I missed the very beginning. Were you talking about Adam? Yes. Okay, okay. You, you know what, to, to your point, if I saw Bieber doing anything, I'd try to copy it. I mean, I think that's pretty smart. But I think I think Adam's trying to give himself another weapon, especially to face left-hand hitters, whether it's either to get in the count or maybe, you know, depending on what the situation is, a put-away pitch. And I, I agree. It just, you know, again, the idea is to command them all. And it, it's the more pitches you have, the harder it is to command all of them. But once you do that, it certainly gives you a better chance. You know, you didn't have a lot of time with Naylor last year. Is he a guy that, you know, you're, you're still getting comfortable with what you think he can do and, and what his ceiling might be? And is he kind of a guy that, that grows on you a little bit when you get to know more about him? I mean, his exuberance and his enthusiasm grows on everybody. And I made a few trips over to the ballpark last year just so I could meet Cal and, and, and Naylor because, like you said, I was sitting at home. And that's the first thing that hits you is his enthusiasm. But I don't think any of us know what his ceiling is, nor do we want to put one on there. You know, that's part of the fun of watching younger players play is you don't know how good they're going to get. You know, they're going to hit for power. Are they going to hit for average? Are they going to hit for both? Um, but that's part of the fun of, of watching guys develop. I'm just seeing from the box, bro. But it looks like Jimenez two for two again in the home run. How's he impressing you? He's, he's uh, I don't think he's made an out yet. Um, he's, uh, he's, he's, I'd say he's certainly attacking the challenge of competing. He uh, had a really good at bat where he ended up hitting the home run. Uh, he's, he's, it's been an impressive first couple games, that's for sure. You know, you saw us. Uh, Trevor Steffen for the first time. What 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 were your what was your impression there? You know, one. Anytime you see like a you know a rule five kid, you hope that because I'm sure he had a heartbeat, and I thought he really he threw the ball well and he threw some good sliders. Um, you can see why the organization or some of our scouts that saw this kid liked him. I mean, there's velocity and breaking ball. Um, it's going to be a matter of command, you know, because guys that age and that lack of experience, you know, they need they need repetition. Your three lefties came in uh, right in a row, did pretty, pretty nice job for you. Yeah, I thought Anthony Ghost, you know, he's leveraging his fastball down the zone better than maybe we saw last year. Threw his slider off of that. You know, he's still trying to, I think, sync up his other breaking ball in his delivery, not slow it down or, you know, speed it up. But uh, that was, you know, you can't just push a button and, and get 97. I mean, that's got a chance to be pretty special. And again, part of the afternoon, the first start of the spring for Adam Pletko, and he assessed his performance after the game. Yeah, it's always nice to get back out there, uh, especially as weird as last year was to kind of feel some sense of normalcy in spring training. Uh, I started here last year against the Padres, I think was my first one. So a um, little deja vu, but it was uh, it's definitely nice to get back out there. Is it nice to have fans in the stands again? 
Yeah, always. Always nice to have fans in the stands, especially when you do good. Some guy down the line in an Indian shirt, hey, hey, good job, man. Thanks, appreciate it. So, uh, yeah, it's always, it's always great to have fans in the stands. Adam, with guys like Jimenez and Arias, and does it feel like, I mean, obviously it's a younger group. Um, does it seem like you guys have a lot of, like, athletes and guys who can make things happen on the bases or defensively? Yeah, it definitely feels that way. Uh, uh, Jimenez has been extremely surprising to me in, in the best way possible to kind of watch him play and see his confidence playing. That's That's been great. I haven't seen Arias quite as much, but I've seen the box scores, and he's he's really been playing well. So um, it's it's like one of those things we just keep reloading, you know. Um, we, we never rebuild. We kind of reload, and um, you see that on the pitching side, and I, I think you're kind of seeing it on the position player side as well. I know there was talk of deadening the baseball this year. Can, can you tell any difference year to year over the last few years with the ball? Um, <laughs> 2018 and uh, 2019, probably yet. It sure seemed like a golf ball than more, than more of a baseball at times. But um, I couldn't tell today what balls we were using, if they were technically the new ones or, or whatever. Um, you know, as a pitcher, I'm always in favor of deadening baseball. So it's always good for my job. Adam, how, how did you feel overall just today? I felt good, Paul. Um, I felt I felt normal. Um, you know, adding in the slider with that mix, uh, it was it was effective. You could see hitters were trying to guess at which one was the cutter, which one was the slider. Um, off speed was really tight, uh, right where I wanted it to be, and and I think I'm only going to build off that one from there. Can you talk about the demeanor you have to have to play the role you do? Because sometimes you can be a starter, sometimes a key role in the bullpen. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know if I was, you know, it's just kind of a role I've had to grow into, if my personality just kind of fits for it. But, I, you know, I'm going to try and get outs as much as I can, as, as long as I can always. I'm never going to try and focus on um, – on on if I'm starting or relieving because at the end of the day it's about getting outs. Now a good battle going on for the first base job for the Indians coming out of spring training and at least early on Jake Bowers and Bobby Bradley being given real good opportunities to try and win that job. Bowers with a good day on Tuesday afternoon. Bradley with a long home run in Monday's game against Kansas City at Goodyear Ballpark. We had a chance to sit down and go one-on-one with Bobby Bradley and talk about some of the things that he's been working on to get to a good place for spring training 2021. Bobby, you're in camp, and you're, you're half the guy we saw last year. You, I know you've, you've changed your weight a couple of different times the last several years. Uh, what prompted you to, to drop weight again, and, and how you feeling so far? I mean, just the, everything that was happening around the, uh, around the baseball world, especially around the Indians, I mean, we're getting younger, things like that. I talked to Tito throughout the all season, and you know he was like, "Hey, you know you're gonna get a shot this year," and uh, that right there was like the mental click that I needed to, "Hey, let's lock this down, and you know take this serious now." And what's the difference? I know a couple of years ago you lost some weight, but then I don't think you were all that pleased with how it went. What's the difference this time with losing the weight? Yeah, I, I wasn't uh, because that um, that few years ago, I think I think that was like thirty pounds too. 
but I, I did that one on like strictly dieting and not so much like being in the weight room and like getting my body like acclimated to like getting down there so quickly. Uh, I was just dieting, like strict protein, no carbs, like anything that was going to just start burning, like fuel, like fueling up during the night and stuff. And I mean, I got down 30 pounds in like less than a month and I just felt like crap. And then, I mean, this time I, I gave myself a plan. Uh, me and one of my best friends um, growing up, probably known each other 15 years now or so we would wake up at 6 a.m. and we would go on a run together. We'd probably run about a mile, mile a day. We did that every day of the off season. I mean, and then the guys at Traction down there with my off season plan, uh, Mac Chwilly and Ryan Terrio are just amazing down there with that plan and uh, just being there for what I needed. And you mentioned that getting up early and, and whether it's a half mile, three miles that you run, the fact that you got up at that hour every day what does that do for you from just a, a confidence and discipline standpoint i mean just getting up and getting that run just gave me like the mindset of a productive day every day so i could get up i could go run for that mile and sit down the rest of the day if it was like one of my off days like in between like weightlifting and stuff and feel like i did something and just i just wasn't just sitting there being so lazy um, but it was all about just getting up and being active. Like, even if we didn't like necessarily run a mile that day, we'd go up to my high school and we'd get on the football field and like run sprints and like, you know, run routes and throw each other like some deep routes just to get some long sprints in there too. So yeah, circling back to, to what Tito told you about a, a real opportunity this year, you've been in camp a couple of times, but does it feel different this time around that, that you really could win a spot on this ball club oh it definitely does and I mean like I said when he when he told me he never told me a time frame or anything like that he just said you know we're going to give you a shot and in my head I wanted that shot to be right out of spring so I'm like I'm going to get my body in the perfect shape and what I see perfect and so I set my goals then and fortunately I was able to hit them as far as performance at the plate uh the home run numbers in the minor leagues have been tremendous. What do you feel you need to do to, to make that last step and have success in the major leagues, especially at the plate? Uh, just, just take my hits. And, I mean, uh, learning a lot from the 15 games that I had in the big leagues in 19 um, where I was, like, really, really antsy and I wanted to go get a lot of things, but just kind of – getting back to, you know, how it was when you were a kid. You just go out there, you get on the field, and you just have fun and not putting any unnecessary pressure on yourself. I mean, so this year, just getting out there, no pressure. It's just like I'm a kid again. You're one of many who did not have a chance to play against another team last year because the minor leagues were shut down. Uh, you had a chance to get back on the field early in spring training, one of the first games. What was that like, and did you think about it in those terms that it had been almost a calendar year between competitive games for you? Uh, once, like, I thought about, like, man, this, it's been like a year since I played a game, all the way up until I start, till we started, like, stretching for the game, like, once we got to the park. Then it all just kind of went away, and then, like, the game one jitters came back, you know, the butterflies come in, your legs are a little shaky and like, you're just so excited again to play and like all worry just left at that point. 
two things from your first game of the spring. You hit a long home run. You've, you've had a lot of those. Explain to the fans, what does that feel like? Do you even feel the baseball when, when you drive one that far? Have you, do you hit it that pure to hit it that far? Oh, yeah. That, those are like some of the best ones you can get. I mean, it's just like uh, you go up there with your approach and like nine, I mean, like seven times out of 10, you're not going to get what you're really looking for. But those those few when you get it and you don't miss it and just like the sound that you hear, like coming off the bat, like especially like being that close and just how smooth everything feels with the ball coming off the bat. It's the best feeling in the world. And you made a nice uh, defensive play at first base on a, I think it was a low throw. You, made, you kind of picked it out of the uh, dirt. Yeah. Um, we talk so much about the hitting, and and I think ultimately that's what will keep you here. But uh, what about defense at first base? How hard are you working there, and, and what are you trying to get to? I mean, honestly, I'm working harder there than I am offensively. I mean, because that's always been my knock against me was my defense, and I'm, I'm taking pride in that. I, I sat back and I said, do I just want to be remembered for hitting, or you know, do I want to be that all-around player that helps the team win a World Series? And I mean, after that, I mean, it was along with uh, just mentally getting more clear throughout the offseason. And I bared down and uh, got to work with Ryan Terrio on some offseason drills and carried him throughout the offseason. Nice to visit with Bobby Bradley and uh, he and Jake Bowers. Uh, the hope is they make it awfully tough on uh, the Indians decision makers to decide who gets that first base job, if indeed it's one of the two. And at least early, they're off to good starts. That's going to do it for this edition of the Rosie Report. Thanks so much for tuning in. Hope to have another one coming your way tomorrow. The Indians on Wednesday will play the Arizona Diamondbacks at Goodyear Ballpark, a 3.05 first pitch, and you can hear it on the Cleveland Clinic Indians Radio Network. Thanks, as always, to Bart Swain, Courtbury Tripp, Austin Controllis, and the Indians PR Department for their help with the podcast. And we'll catch you tomorrow. This is Jim Rosenhouse on the Rosie Report. This has been the Rosie Report. 